carefully. But as she reached for it, a chill quaked her body. She closed the freezer door, crossed her arms over her bare chest, and quickly padded back toward her bedroom. Once the hot flash retreated, the reality of the cool temperature in her condo set in. Even though she had no need to pinch pennies, she still tried to look after her dollars. The first thing she did when she moved into a new dwelling, an annual event, was swap out the thermostat for the latest and best energy-efficient model. During the winter, she programmed it to 65 during weekdays, then up to 68 in the early evenings after she got home from work, and down to 62 at night. Summers, well, when the flashes began last July, she often found herself lowering the temperature a notch no matter what she'd programmed. In the faint red glow of her bedside clock, she opened her dresser drawer and withdrew a powder-blue cotton pajama set with three-quarter-length sleeves. Counting the set of pajamas still on the floor, and in keeping with her lifelong motto to simplify, it was one of four identical sets, all pastel blue, all worn year-round. Shivering, she scooped the soiled PJs off the floor and scurried to the master bathroom. She turned on the light, ran warm water on a washcloth, and wiped her face and neck, and then behind her ears. She gulped a glass of water, slipped on the clean pajamas, and smeared a dab of night cream over her cheeks, then laid the damp items over the top of the hamper to dry. No sense risking mildew, she heard her grandmother Nancy say. Grandmother Nancy had dealt with bountiful piles of laundry produced by seven children. It doesn't take long for damp things to sprout moldy wings, she used to say in a sing-songy voice. Josie smiled at the memory of one of her many sayings. Once back in bed, she drew the flannel sheets up to her nose. Freezer? to flannel? Come on, body, she chided, tired, yet now wide awake. Although occasional daytime hot flashes were annoying and embarrassing, the sleep deprivation these rampant night sweats caused was wearing her out. The last time she looked at the clock, it said 3.15 a.m. Next thing she knew, her alarm was ringing. 5.30 Time to get up and work out. To further boost her morning cardio workout and burn off the few M&Ms she'd nabbed from the small Art Deco bowl near her key hook, Josie walked down her building's five flights of stairs. Anxious to gulp a blast of fresh air, she stepped out onto the sidewalk while tossing a good morning, Howard, over her shoulder to the doorman. She sucked in her breath. The wind blustered, causing her to pull her scarf a little tighter around her neck. When she contracted for the job in Chicago, she told the realtor that proximity to her labor was primary. This move's goal? As often as possible, leave the car behind. Despite the cold, she felt a renewed surge of gratefulness for that freedom. The last two years, both her Houston and Raleigh locations had kept her sitting in traffic too many hours a day. She needed exercise and more scenery than the exhaust pipe of the car in front of her. 
she set a brisk pace down the sidewalk, only slowing after she skidded on a small patch of ice and nearly lost her footing. When Josie was growing up, her mother constantly asked her why she moved so quickly. Where's the fire? Walk like a lady, Josie. She'd heard it a thousand times. But in all ways, Josie was a mover. She almost always walked a different route to work. Residing just under a mile from her current job, she'd explored nearly every city block between it and her condo, within the boundaries of reason and safety, by foot. But today, after chugging only two blocks, and even though she'd pulled her scarf up twice, the tip of her nose was nearly numb. In these freezing conditions, she decided walking didn't make sense, not with L stops only a short distance from both ends of her journey. Before her virgin.